everyone, and welcome to a bonus episode of Living Life Out Loud. This week, your bonus topic is self-pity. I thought that this one would be a good one just because I have a lot of people that I know that are very much in tune with self-pity and I ain't gonna lie I've done it I've done it before but I've managed to work through that (laughs) so I just wanted to give you guys some tips on how you could possibly work through that as well because it's kind of hard to get out of when you get in that mode of self-pity it's kind of like your processing just goes straight to that to to why me why does this happen for me it's only me you know what I mean you get where I'm going with that and I'm sure that most of you have done it everybody I think in this world has done it because it just it's just something that happens whatever the circumstance is that causes you to get there whether it being that you got rejected by your love interest or you're overwhelmed with a deadline you throwing the pity party won't help so in fact feeling sorry for yourself can be downright self-destructive so i'm going to give you a couple tips that i did on research i just look up stuff to try to help you guys give you guys some pointers to help improve yourself and possibly just get the wheels turning uh to get out of the self-pity party because nobody wants to be there you don't need to be there that's something we need to get away from and you might not even realize that you're doing it your friends and family though they do so (laughs) and I know like I said I've done it so and I've and recently it's not like I just it doesn't just stop you know there's always going to be a day where you just feel sorry for yourself and but as long as you get out of that don't stay there you know so a couple things I'm just going to kind of go through them um just to kind of I'll name what it is define it and then move on from that and remember if you have any questions you can always reach me at livinglifeoutloud82 at gmail.com that is the email that I am reached at directly I do not have any kind of outreach programs or anything on this podcast I'm just giving you guys tips and it's going to be a quick one so uh, feel free to check replay or check out the blog it will have more information on that one okay so here we go first face your feelings mentally strong people allow themselves to experience emotions like grief disappointment and loneliness head-on so they do not distract themselves from uncomfortable emotions by questioning whether your problems are fair or by convincing yourself you're suffer you're suffering more than others around you you know the best way to deal with discomfort is to just go get through it so face your feelings don't keep that inside don't convince yourself that you are worse off than anybody else or you know you don't know anything about anybody else's experiences at that time so just head on hit those emotions don't try to avoid them next recognize warning signs of a downward word spiral when you when you're focused on everything that's going wrong your thoughts become exaggerated negative oh, i lost my train of thought i'm sorry and those thoughts will negatively negative negatively gosh i'm tongue-tied <laughs> affect your behavior if you dwell on them the combination of negative thinking and inactivity fuels further feelings of self-pity 
Mentally strong people recognize when they're at risk of becoming caught in a downward spiral and take action to prevent themselves from living in a pit, pitiful life. So recognize your warning signs. Everybody has different ones. So if you need to keep like a journal, maybe if you're kind of feeling like something's off or you've noticed that people are distancing from you or you've even been told because sometimes people will just tell you, man, you're so negative. Jot that down. Try to think what you said. What what was the instance of what was happening around you and write it down, you know, Notice if your signs are progressing. Are you headed towards a downward spiral? Are you going to have like a breakdown? You know, keep track of it. There's nothing wrong with doing that just to kind of gauge where you're at and kind of notice and acknowledge that you're having this negativity for everyone around you and yourself and you're holding it. Um, Question your perceptions. So, our emotional state influences how we perceive reality. When you feel sorry for yourself, you likely focus on the bad things going on in your life while overlooking the good. Mentally strong people question whether their thoughts represent reality. They ask themselves questions like, is this, is my luck always bad? Or, is my entire life really ruined? Such questions allow them to recognize when their outlook isn't realistic and to create a more realistic perception of their situation. So be constantly asking yourself, how, you know, how are you perceiving this? You know, rather than focusing only on the bad things and totally overlooking good stuff, go back and you know, try to gauge that, try to balance that out. Again, I'm going to say, take notes. It's good for you to take notes. It's good to have acknowledgement of what you're comparing. Like maybe write a list of half good, half bad and see in comparison, you know, how you're seeing these bad things so much bigger than all the good things that you have going on. Okay. So make sure to question your perceptions. Okay. Next Turn negative thoughts into behavioral experiments. Mentally strong people don't allow negative thoughts to turn into self-fulfilling prophecies. They perform behavioral health experiments to prove those thoughts wrong. When they find themselves thinking things like, I could never put on a presentation as good as this one, they respond with challenge accepted. So there you go. That says it itself. Challenge yourself. Turn your negative thoughts into an experiment. See if you can do it. When you think, oh, I can't do that because I'm too old. Or, oh, I can't do that uh, because I don't have enough money. Or whatever. You know, challenge it. Challenge yourself. Find a way around it. Find something that's maybe similar to it that you could possibly get instead of something if you can't afford it. Or if you're trying to run a marathon and you can't do it because you feel like you're too old challenge yourself do it you know unless you physically can't walk you could probably train yourself to do it eventually you know I mean just take yourself out of the thought that there's just no hope get into the thought of challenging challenging that negative next reserve resources for productive activities 
Every minute you dwell on self-pity is 60 seconds you delay working on a solution to your problems. Mentally strong people refuse to waste precious time and energy on their misery. Instead, they devote their resources to productive activities that can improve the situation. There you go. Don't waste your time. I'm telling you, self-pity can take a lot of seconds. You could sit there and just be a brat about it and think, man, I, I, I don't deserve this. I deserve more than this. Or I'm, why is all this bad happening to me? I mean, you know, you do deserve more than that. So I shouldn't say that as an example, but something as far as like, it only happens to me figures, you know, uh, I'm the only one that gets every red light all the way to work or I'm the only one that gets cut off in the morning and I'm, you know, just things like that. There you go. You wasted all that time, all that energy of being upset and what what's going wrong. Change it to a positive. Find out something instantly that is good about your day so far. Don't waste your time. Try to be finding your solutions to the situation to improve yourself practice gratitude this is huge this is a big one because you should be doing this anyway you should be grateful for your life every single day I've had many people come on and they're so amazing um on the podcast Ashley stands out to me for the gratitude part because every single morning she posts a post on Facebook thanking for her existence for make sure you say thank you for waking up this morning God gave you another day like that is something I think that we should just practice naturally on our own. But it's so fun to see it when other people are doing it and so open. Like, I love that. I love to share the gratitude. You know, I'm grateful for everybody, everything, even the mean people and all the bad stuff going on. I'm grateful for it because everything teaches me something new. And I'm grateful for my existence because you could do so much and you're here for a reason. So it's total sidebar. Anyway, it's hard to feel self-pity and gratitude at the same time. Self-pity is about thinking I deserve better. Gratitude is about thinking I have more than I need. Mentally strong people recognize all that they have to be grateful for in life. Right down to the flesh, the fresh air that you breathe, clean water that you drink. You got to take it down all the way, all the way to the littlest things that you take for granted every single day and be grateful for it. Be grateful your car started in the morning. Be grateful you have a car. That's huge. A lot of people don't. Be grateful you have shoes. Be grateful your feet work. Be grateful you could walk. Be grateful you could sit up. Be grateful you took a breath when you sat up this morning. Be grateful for your kids' breaths, for your animals' breaths, for your family's breath. Everybody. Like, there's just... I'm just naming off stuff that I'm grateful for in just in this moment, you know? Be grateful that your husband gets to work safe every day. Be grateful that he wakes up every day, you know? I mean, I could endlessly... I could just go on forever about all the things to be grateful for. We have so much to be grateful for. That could be another podcast. Next... <laughs> Uh, help other people. It's hard to feel sorry for yourself when you're busy helping those who are less fortunate. Problems like demanding customers and declining sales don't seem as bad when you, you're reminded that they're people who lack food and shelter rather than uh, your own inconveniences. Mentally strong people strive to improve their lives, the lives of others. 
So, you know, that's near and dear to my heart. I love helping people. It's, it does help. So let me tell you, um, I've been running my nonprofit for six years now and I have found such joy in that and it has mentally helped me. You really need to go back and see how much you do have, you know, get out there and help people that don't have and really take yourself into that environment and feel it because it's a whole nother world and most people just keep driving. So I recommend definitely helping other people is an amazing thing to do. It's a great feeling. It's a great thing to be able to do at any point of your life. Um, I know multiple organizations around Albuquerque and around other states, Texas, everywhere. Um, I have a lot of friends in different areas that run nonprofits. If you are anywhere and interested in volunteering just to even get a feel for it, let me know. I can get you connected with somebody that will be able to get you to helping other people. Um, I know that's another sidebar. I can do another podcast on that later. So I'll keep going. <laughs> Uh, refuse to complain is the next one. Venting to other people about the magnitude of your problems fuels feelings of self-pity. Mentally strong people don't try to gain sympathy from others by complaining about their difficult circumstances. Instead, they take action to make things better or accept the situations that they cannot change. Bam! I think that's awesome because it's hard. I'm not going to lie. It's hard to not complain sometimes when you're in certain life situations that you just can't control yourself. You know, like things sometimes you just can't. I'm not going to lie. It's hard. But do what you can to try not to do that. Do what you can to see the better or better yet to see how you can fix it. So if something's broken on your truck how can you fix it rather than sitting there oh my truck always breaks down it's always me I have to pay for it I have to think about how am I gonna afford and fix this stop does that even help you at all no it doesn't so think of right start looking up numbers and prices and get the pieces that you need together and how you're gonna save to fix it you know figure out a solution to the situation rather than making it worse and feeling your self-pity okay next maintain an optimistic outlook some of life's life's problems cannot be prevented or solved the loss of a loved one natural disasters certain health conditions are problems most of us will face at one time or another but mentally strong people keep an optimistic outlook about their ability to handle whatever life throws their way now I love this because being optimistic, I love being optimistic about life in general. I do often have people around me that are very not optimistic, pessimistic, is it what, what it is? Um, so it does get hard being the positive one all the time. And it's it's not, I'm not going to lie, it's not possible. It's hard. You You're human. You're going to feel negative at some point. Um... But having that positive, optimistic outlook, like things could be better or things could be worse. You know, I mean, like it can be better. It's okay. You'll get through it. Yes, you're going to have the, the big, big things that happen in your life that you can't really prevent. You can't prevent a tornado. You can't prevent an earthquake. You know, there's things that are going to happen. Losing a loved one. 
it's inevitable, but uh, your outlook on it completely changes and forms your life. So having a disease that you can't cure is a huge one, um, but being optimistic that you can enjoy the last years you have is a huge thing to make those life years that you have left so much better rather than the self-pity that you just sit in every day and let life just pass by and you're just letting it you know what I mean so that one does get to me because I I totally understand that and it's hard I get that it's hard but the optimism does help so developing your mental strength is similar to building a physical strength So if you wanted to become physically strong, you would need a good habit like lifting weights, uh, exercising every day, walking, you know, whatever. Um, You would also need to get rid of, of bad habits like eating too many sweets, junk food, you know. Developing mental states strength also requires you to have good habits and to give up destructive ones like self pity. But by developing an increasing an increased ability to regulate your thoughts, manage your emotions and behave and behaving productively despite your circumstances, you will grow stronger and become better. So keep these tips in mind. This is just a quick podcast to kind of go over some stuff that, you know, there are ways to get rid of self-pity or to help your self-pity if you're somebody that does that. If you're somebody that maybe you don't even realize you did that, but you do. It's nothing you have to be like, oh my God, what's wrong with me? Don't start self-pitying because of it. You know, <laughs> like try to find ways to help yourself. I will post a blog about this and I will have more information on tips of what to do. Um, and, and, you know, just maybe if I can find some outreach things or places that you could call, I mean, I would think that therapy would be another option for something like this, but I mean, I think this is all stuff that you can work on yourself. You know, you can really make that conscious effort to not be so negative and to not dwell on all the bad things that are happening to you, you know? Make the effort to see the good stuff and what you're blessed with right now. So if you guys have any questions, again, my email is livinglifeoutloud82 at gmail.com. I appreciate you all so much and I love you guys to pieces. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I am absolutely loving doing this. Um, I'm already almost completely booked for January. I'm going to start bit. Uh, booking up for February of 2022, which is super exciting. I'm so grateful for everyone that has come on to this show so far and everybody that's planning to in the future. You guys are awesome. And and all of you are awesome for listening. So have a wonderful rest of your day. And I will talk to you guys on the next podcast. Bye.